Welcome to the Summer Party Pod. I'm Lizzie. And I'm Hannah. Welcome back. We hope you all enjoyed Fangirl February as much as we did. It was a ton of fun. Yes! It was so much fun. Um, if you all want to support us, the best way that you can do that is leave us a five-star review on your podcast listening platform of choice and tell all your friends about us. Um, we've been having a ton of listeners lately like we've been breaking our own personal records which i'm still not sure that how that's happening um but thank you all anyway yeah we have no idea it was kind of witchcraft but you know what we're not going to complain so uh leave us five stars it really helps us out um share our podcast if you've ever enjoyed it even if you don't honestly whatever kitty c thank you for your review (laughs) sound quality was pitched she said girl we know and you know um, what? I would just like to yeah. say I did some digging mm-hmm. into what the issue on that particular episode could be. And because a dear friend of the pod let me know this weekend, he was like, I have a request. I'm gonna, could you please fix the volume on the podcast? Because it varies greatly. And he said one of the episodes he had cranked like all the way up could barely hear it and I was like okay thank you for the feedback I'll get right on it and when I was putting up the most recent episode of the pod which was the fangirl February finale I realized something on my end editing wise that I had been doing totally in reverse Girl. One of those things that I stopped, I got confident enough that I stopped looking it up because I was like, oh, I know exactly how to do this. And then realized I had been doing it in reverse and I had been making our end product audio for the episodes that I was editing the entire thing less quiet and not just less quiet. Not just parts. So now I've got that knowledge locked in my brain. So that's great. Yeah, another reason that our episodes kind of vary uh, is because Lizzie and I do take turns editing, and we use different editing software, um, because Lizzie is good at Audacity, and I haven't used that since 7th grade, so I use GarageBand. Um, We're rocking with our um, free-of-charge editing platforms. Yeah, and you know what? You You all get to listen for free, so shut up. (laughs) That's just... Um, Speaking of free, if you also want to support us for free, another thing you can do is follow us on Instagram at slumberparty.pod. We post some fun things on there. Um, and diagram you, every once in a while. Yeah, we uh, ask for responses from our listeners sometimes. And if you do that, you know, like a few minutes before we record, maybe you could be featured. Who knows? Yes. Yes. Um, just for context, I would like to say we have a personal... Um, like listenership goal that we set for ourselves that I was a few weeks ago I was like I bet we could hit that goal by my birthday my birthday is at the end of Mm -hmm. March and Hannah was like I do not know but I think if we try we could if we work really hard over the next month we could probably hit it and the universe said okay I hear you 
and then gave us like three days in a row of like record twice, listeners twice as many listeners like more listeners we more listeners yeah. than we've ever had in one day even when our old highest yeah. record was a day that we posted two episodes in two hours yeah so naturally we had a lot of listeners that day and we surpassed that so it was we had more listeners in the course of one day than we normally get listenership on an episode period yeah so thanks y'all so very exciting and we've just been having a lot of like very consistent listenership like Mm-hmm. It's very exciting. It's very exciting. And for I us hope our analytics. So yeah, I've gotten some feedback that some people really prefer these episodes where we just talk to each other versus talking about media. Which okay, rude because that's the basis of mm-hmm. our podcast is talking about media. But go off. Right. At least y'all can have one episode a month. So this one's yeah. for you, mom. <laughs> My mom specifically said that. And you know what? <laughs> that's an excellent segue here. Mm-hmm. A la Paul Blart Mall Cop on his segue. Love him. Into the unofficial theme of the month of March. So Hannah and I had some ideas for episodes that we really wanted to do in March. And mm-hmm. we were fortunate enough, well, we weren't fortunate enough. It just worked out that in the month of March, we happen to have an extra Thursday. There's five Thursdays in March. So we yeah, have March like, is long as hell. We kind of have an extra little episode we can play around with. So, this month we're going to be trying new things, is our unofficial yeah. theme. I mean, let's not give it all away right now, but let's just say, yeah, some new... You already know, we put it on Instagram. Yeah. We're dipping our toes into the pool of television. And music. And music. Um, with some some fun little episodes, and then as we mentioned during Fangirl February, when we were talking about um one of Rainbow Rowell's other books, Eleanor and Park getting banned, um, which it has recently been brought to my attention that there are some like genuinely problematic things in that book that I did not remember from my first time reading it, but. Needless to say, those were not the reasons that the book was actually banned. The book was actually banned because it was talking about, like, sex, essentially. Which, you know, whatever. But, I digress. During Fangirl February, we told you all that in March, we wanted to kind of make a point of picking a banned book um, for the two of us to read. And then we were going to invite the rest of you... To pick a banned book of your choosing, you could either read the one we've chosen alongside us or pick a banned book that is important to you, whether it be a book from your childhood, a book you just think is important, etc. And let us know what that's going to be. Um, so we have picked our book. Hannah. We thought long and hard. And, you know, in the slew of great pieces of literature... That have been banned um, by the... Here's the thing, y'all. As some of y'all know, I didn't keep it on the DL. I had a rough 2022. I was a sad, sad girl. And now that I'm not so sad anymore, I don't want to be sad anymore. So, as... like you can pull my sadness where I can. So many of these books are very good. 
but either they're depressing as hell or like I already went to ninth grade so I read them already yes and like depressing as hell for a good reason depressing as hell for a good reason like Like one day I will read the hate you give but today is not the day right so for fan not for fangirl february we already did that um for march March. banned books week except for it's not banned books week because that's in october uh we'll be reading uh the one the only mormon fan fiction twilight this has been much requested um true since we're doing fan service since the dawn of time since the dawn of time even when we were in our decom era we when dinosaurs walked the earth we have had people requesting that we watch twilight and review the movies read twilight and review the books and you know what we said fine it's my birthday gift to all of you i'm giving you a gift despite the fact that it's my birthday at the end of march and despite the fact that realistically this is a book I would really rather not be reading because well, I we don't have to read it Lizzie we can pick a different one no it's too late I'm gonna read it now damn it because I haven't read it yet yeah me neither and frankly I think it'll make for excellent content so I think it will too and honestly I'm excited for a chance to re-listen to um hot and bothered the rom pods twilight and quarantine I will be re-listening as I read Yes, I think I will probably do that as well, because I did listen to that, because I liked that podcast before they started doing Twilight and yeah. Quarantine. And they're so um, freaking funny. They're so funny. God, I love people who make funny things. I really do. Yeah. Good for them. So yeah, that's just a brief overview of what the next month's going to look like. Very exciting. And by the end of it, we'll probably have some better weather. The sun will be out. I'll see the Better sun. weather. Y'all, it was 80 degrees for me five days ago, so. It was not. She texted I mean, me I'm not complaining. Hannah texted me and said, tell me why it's 80 degrees outside. And I was like, it is 18 degrees out at my house, and we're supposed to get 11 inches of snow today. And she said, well, never mind. Mm-hmm. And that's I'll, be, I'll be honest, I did exaggerate. It was more like 77 degrees, but. Oh. All right. Um. On, you know, on February 23rd. Anyway, I'm going to segue off your segue into the segue that I thought you were going to segue to. Because as much as y'all hate our... I'm kidding. Y'all don't hate. As much as uh, we were talking about this is an episode that is not about media. This is just us chatting. We did want to do a quick be on the pod. Oh, sure, sure, sure. And I, I think we'll keep it quick. I only really have one thing I want to talk about. Yeah. Um, actually, this evening, I started reading a book that Lizzie had recommended to me a few months ago. Um, and I've started reading Colty by Mariana Zapata. <gasps> we love. But here's the thing. It's good so far. But I've read a third of it already. And so far, it's just a book about soccer. <laughs> so I'm a little confused. Um, I, and we know she's the queen of a slow burn, and I haven't read a Mariana Zapata that I haven't, I, that I didn't like. Yeah. In fact, I thought I had read everything she'd ever written, and then Lizzie told me about this book, and I was, this is from, like, 2015, so it kind of had flown under the radar, I guess. So, by next week, I'll have an update, um, 
but so far it's just a book about soccer. Um, I mean, it's good, but that's my Beyond the Pod. Lizzie, what about you? Um, my Beyond the Pod, I guess, well, I should say, I am in the middle of rewatching Ted Lasso in preparation for season three, which comes out March 15th. Just to stick mm. with our little soccer, our soccer uh, theme. Um, I am also chomping at the bit to watch the newest season of Drive to Survive, the Formula One series on Netflix. Oh. Which I'm so thrilled. Um, this was the first weekend that Formula One was back. And I was not in a position to be able to sit and watch any of it. But I was refreshing my Twitter like an absolute mad woman to see how the trials were going. I digress. Um, my actual Beyond the Pod media is last week I finally, finally, finally read Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Oh. Which is a book my mom read one bajillion years ago. Like, way before it got picked up to be the TV show. And loved it. My mom, I think, has pretty much loved every single thing that Taylor Jenkins Reid has ever written. Um, I have only read Daisy Jones now and The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, which I did think was a really excellent book. Um, Daisy Jones and the Six was so good. So much better than I was really expecting it to be. Oh, boy howdy was it great. And I'm so thrilled to watch the TV show. And from what I can tell, the TV show does look like it's going to be a fairly loyal adaptation of the book. Which is something that's only marginally important to me. But I'm so excited. Is Daisy Jones and the Six, is that the one that's about like the band? Yeah, so essentially, like, at its core, it's, like, a fictionalized, like, kind of based on the dramatic, like, interband relationships of, like, Fleetwood Mac. Oh, okay. Like, in the 70s, kind of that vibe. Um, but also very much not. Um, it's way less romantically charged than I thought it was gonna be, which I actually really liked. Um, and I, I heard people saying, like, this book made them so emotional. Like, so, so emotional. And I really was not picking it up. Mostly because I did not find the two, quote-unquote, main characters to be wildly sympathetic characters. Like... They were that likable. Yeah, there were parts where I was, like, deeply upset at both of them. Um, but then the last, like, 60 pages just sucker punched me because there's a real plot twist there that surprised the bejesus out of me and it was excellent so good can't wait to watch the show now and they've recorded actual albums of music oh wow for and they said it's like three separate albums that's so cool there you go that's all i have to say um, I realized we didn't check in at the beginning. This is the Midnight Sillies, and we didn't even say what we're drinking. Lizzie, do you have a beverage? Oh my gosh, I do. I am drinking a Dr. P, a Dr. Pepper. <gasps> oh my god, I oh my that's not what I'm drinking, but I, at the grocery store yesterday, got 
cherry Dr. Pepper. <gasps> Ooh, delicious. It's like, it's like very red. <laughs> Ooh, yum. It's giving Valentine's Day. I'm just drinking a cold Minute Maid lemonade. Oh my gosh, I love Can't have lemonade. anything with caffeine this late at night. Well, I have this leftover from dinner. Oh. Is the only thing because we got takeout for dinner, so I got a little Dr. Pepper as a treat. I also have my lovely Nalgene bottle that Hannah gifted Ooh. me when she came Let's and visited go, me. Let's go, girls. It's very dun, cute. Dun, 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 dun. I have, well, it's not the same one. I have one that I got at the same store that it has a different yeah. design, and I use it every day at work. Because it has, it's the kind that has, like, the times on the side, so it helps you drink more water during the day. So I fill it up when I get to work and try and drink it. At first I was good and I would try and drink two a day. I'm down to one a day, but it's still like a rather big bottle, so. I drink a really ridiculous amount of water every day. I am I'm better at it than I was, but like I definitely have to force myself to drink enough yeah. water. I especially think this time of year I drink a lot of water, but that's just because the heat is on or like we have a like a a wood stove. So everything is so dry, so I just feel constantly dehydrated, so. I think another reason I don't drink enough water is because I have, like, the bladder the size of a peanut, so otherwise, like, I already have to pee seven times a day, <laughs> um, and, like, literally today, I was like, I keep having to go to the bathroom, <laughs> so, um, Lizzie, I know this was kind of a board meeting, and I didn't really come with anything prepared, but did you come with anything prepared you wanted to chat about? Um, I did. So when Hannah and I were, you know, putting together our rough, our rough plan for the month, um, Hannah was talking about one of her favorite episodes of a podcast that she loves, which she has shouted out a lot of times, called Binchtopia. I love the Binchies. And they did a very funny episode about their baseless claims and unfounded theories. And Hannah and I were discussing the fact that I am a person who has many, many of those. I love to, one, just make shit up. And also, it takes about three seconds of hard work for me to convince myself of anything. But we were talking about this specifically in the context of some theories I have surrounding the categorization of celebrities. Yeah. And this is, I'm going to have to make some Venn diagrams to accompany this. So um, at this time, you can feel free to look at our Instagram and I'm sure there will be some diagrams for your perusal. I have long said that in my mind, celebrities can be categorized into two parts which is celebrities who would be excellent dinner party guests and celebrities who would be excellent dinner party hosts and very very rarely do you come across come across a celebrity who would be excellent as both yeah so like give us some examples my personal example is, like, in my brain, like, Reese Witherspoon, I think, excellent dinner party host. Mm-hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow, excellent dinner party guest. Yeah, she's bringing Yoni eggs for everyone. 
Stanley Tucci, both. Oh. Duh. Duh. Or, like, if you're going to talk about musicians, like, I feel like Taylor Swift, excellent dinner party host. But she can't be a guest because, like, she'll have too much, like, too much of the attention will be on her. Well, exactly. That's I, that's part of what goes into it. Excellent yeah. dinner party host. Yeah. Like, Niall Horan, excellent dinner party guest. Oh, yeah, but you know he can't throw a party for shit. Exactly. Excellent dinner party guest. Even though he's a Virgo, but... Kelly Clarkson? Oh, she could do both. I think yeah. both. So, I urge you all, the next time you're thinking critically about celebrities, to determine, or the next time you're just, like, thinking about your fave celebs, whoever you're a fan of, the next time you're reading your Andrew Garfield fan fiction, ask yourself, would this man handwrite menus for a dinner party? Or, no. well, we don't know. It's not for me to say. True. Now, I have a question about this, this baseless claim. Please. Is there room in this theory for a category of people who are good at neither? Sure, but I think those are also just bad people. I'm okay, True. Because, like, being a good dinner party guest, like, doesn't take too, too much. Mm-hmm. Like, you can be a good dinner party guest just by, like, being polite. Like, don't Uber eat McDonald's while you're there. Being engaging. Doing your part in the funny banter of the evening. Bringing See, a that's where I thrive. And I know you would be great at bringing, like, a host or hostess gift. Yeah. So. Like a water bottle that says, let's go, girl. <laughs> do, 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 do. Let's go, girls. Shania Twain, great dinner party host. Yes. Oh, uh, no, I'm so sorry. Incorrect. Guest? I was thinking of the wrong person. Shania Twain, great dinner party guest. Trisha Yearwood, great dinner party host. I can only think of annoying people off the top of my head, so I'm not very good at this. Well, here's the thing. If it's a person that, like, you can't even imagine them being a good dinner party guest, no way in hell are you want to go to a dinner party hosted by them. Yeah. So, and I'd also like to say, being a good dinner party host does not mean I think they're gonna do, like, an elaborate, home-cooked, like, seven-course meal with, like, fine... No, but all these like, celebs have caterers. Well, right, or, like, they're just putting the thought into it. Mm-hmm. They're taking into account the needs and preferences of their guests. They're picking good people to invite. Yes. Because the host of your dinner party is the captain of your ship. They know enough people to invite. Like, this is why I can't be a good host. I don't have enough friends. (laughs) But I have friends who are great. They're the hostesses with the mostesses. And I come and I liven it up. I crack a few jokes here and there. (laughs) Give me old razzle razzle. Yeah, make a fool of myself. But, like, for the bit. Make others laugh. Oh, sure. 
Sure, sure, sure. Except for one of the last times I went to a party and did this, did gave the old razzle dazzle to some people, some almost strangers. There were people I didn't know. Then they called me a horse girl. Oh my god, everyone. Put down your forks, spoons, pencils, babies, whatever it is you're holding right now. Drop it. Let me Hannah was so outraged by this. Not I was only, angry. Not only did she send me several voice memos on the topic, a couple of them, I believe, from the bathroom at the aforementioned party. <laughs> Maybe. She then talked about it like the next day when we were recording. Y'all, it's been more than and six then, months since this party. I'm still bringing it up. And then texted me after recording and said, I still can't fucking believe they would say that about me. Y'all, it was because they were like, you made a horse joke. And I said, we were playing a horse-themed card game. Okay, so you know what that and is? And I went like, nay! Like, <laughs> that is not even a, like, that's not even a personal affront to you. That is just a sign of an unfunny group of people. Well, it was. And you know what? It was a friend of mine was the host. And she, she's a great host. But none of our other mutual friends could make it. So it was just a lot of her friends that I didn't know. Right. And already I was out of my element. Um, yeah. And they were like, you seem like a horse girl. And I said, shut the hell up, bitch. You seem like a horse girl? No. What a horrible first impression. Yeah, I was like, what? How? I was like, I hate horses. No offense to horses, but I do not like them. Horses. Yeah. So, I normally make a good guess, but that night I was... I'm sorry if you're lost. Thank you. Um, we did have a couple of things. Hannah posted on the Instagram, letting people know we were recording Midnight Sillies tonight, so um, yeah. asked people if they had any topics they'd like One us to discuss. One thing that someone asked, which I don't know if I fully am understanding, someone wants us to talk about Haley Bieber and Selena Gomez. Is there new like, yes. tea about them? Or, wait, there's new tea besides the fact that they people were like, do they hate each other? What's the new yeah. tea? So, Selena Gomez posted a picture, I think, on her Instagram story a few days ago, um, kind of making fun of herself. She got her eyebrows laminated. Do you know what that is? Yeah, I do. Yeah, so she got, like, eyebrow lamination done. And whoever did it went a little far. They, like Icarus, flew too close to the sun. Um, And they laminated her brows up to the heavens. The higher the hair, the closer to Icarus and the sun. And the higher She girl-bossed too close to the sun. Was The brows were abundant. And Selena Gomez knew this. And she posted, like, a little thing, kind of making fun of herself for it. Um, and making, like, a little joke, like, oh, I wish I was as pretty as Bella Hadid. It was a little joke. Kylie Jenner and Haley Baldwin Bieber. I almost just said Alec Baldwin Bieber. Nope. Well, you know. Different scandal. Yeah. Haley Baldwin Bieber posted a photo, like a screenshot of them FaceTiming each other, like 
with their eyebrows done crazy, clearly, like, in an attempt to mock Selena Gomez. Oh my god. It's like, remember in, like, 2008 when Miley Cyrus and her friend made a video mocking Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez? Yes. It's like that. Why can't people leave Selena alone? I don't know. I just, I don't, it is flabbergasting. It is flabbergasting. The things, the way that people choose to conduct themselves on the internet. And, like, obviously, I am not anti-being an idiot on the internet. Clearly. Look at us. But hello? That's our, that's our niche. Well, here's the thing. You and I also can talk shit on the internet because, and this was one of Allegra's baseless claims in the Bingetopia episode, Baseless Claims. Yeah. It's shadow boxing. We're not even punching up. You and I, this no. tiny platform we have, we can talk shit. Who do we just talk shit about? I don't know. You know, we said, oh, Taylor Swift wouldn't be a great dinner party guest. She, she doesn't know that we exist. Whatever we no. say doesn't have an effect on her life. No. But when Kylie, King, remember her King Kylie era? When King Kylie and Alec Bieber post a video. Right. Like, Selena's net worth could plummet. Right. And we all know Rare Beauty is doing fine, but. Well, and here's the thing. I don't understand. I completely agree with everything you just said. I don't, obviously, this is not us excusing, saying that because there is a likelihood no one will see what you're putting on the internet, you should yeah. be a horrible person. Of course we're not saying yeah. that. Mostly, that should, yeah. yeah. That in and of itself should go without saying. And it's, you know, one of those things, like how people say, you should never comment on something about a person that... That they can't could, change in five seconds. That you can't change in five seconds. So you can tell people, like, oh, hey, you have a piece of lint on your shirt. Oh, hey, yeah. you have a little piece of food stuck in your teeth. Oh, yeah. hey, your underwear is sticking out of the top of your pants. Yeah. yeah, but, oh, like, your the cosmetic procedure you had done, I don't like how it looks. Right. What it, well, what, uh, clearly, Selena didn't love how it looked either. She already was self-conscious enough about it that she had to, like, draw attention to it to be like, guys, like, I get it that they don't look great. And you know what? That, right, therein lies the difference in those two types of people. The Selena yeah. Gomez people and the Kylie Jenner, Hailey Bieber people. Do you have any recollection at any point in time of... Kylie Jenner or Hailey Bieber making a self-deprecating joke about their own appearance on the internet? No. no. All they do is lie about how, how they got to look the way that they did. Remember when Kylie was like, I didn't get lip injections, it's just my lipstick. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Anyway, wow, I didn't realize that I was... We were going to have such strong opinions on that. Oh, I want to tell you about a conspiracy theory I learned about. Also, courtesy of Binge-topia. <laughs> Speaking of Kardashians, it's not a real conspiracy theory. They did an episode about conspiracy theories, and then they sprinkled this one in for fun. Yes. To lighten the mood after talking about JFK. Yeah. They said they'd heard going around 
you know, there's one Kardashian we don't hear much about these days. Rob Kardashian. And the last time we saw him, you know, he'd gotten, he was looking a little bit bigger. And then they snatched him out of the public eye. And some people think he's changed to a radiator somewhere and they're siphoning fat out of them to, to support his sister's BBLs. It's like my sister's keeper, but it's my he's giving his sisters the BBLs of their dreams. That is a theory. The episode <laughs> I think was called My Sister's BBL. That's hilarious. That certainly is a theory. Should we do an episode on conspiracy theories? Maybe. If we do, we have to have Justin on, don't we? Yes. Yeah. I also... I have another idea for an episode that actually, well, there was a topic that I was like, oh, we could bring up tonight. And I was like, no, it's like, it deserves its own episode yeah. or maybe even its own month. And I have a guest I want. I want to invite back friend of the pod, Amber, because she kind of did her thesis on it. Oh my God. Amazing. Well, and that's interesting because yeah. I have a topic coming up. We can talk about this later that I okay. desperately want to invite friend of the pod or rather enemy of the pod Samuel back for. Because he specifically said, anytime you guys want to talk about this particular thing, I have thoughts and feelings. And I said, love that. Okay, King. Not us having our pod meeting on, on the pod. I know. I know. He'll, this is beyond the pod. Behind the pod. Behind the pod. And we already had one pod, pod meeting this week. Amazing. Um, um, what was the other thing? Oh, um, well, Justin, speak of the devil. Asked us, do we have any fun and silly mantras that you say to yourself daily? Two baddies, two baddies, one pod. I'm kidding. Um, I go through mantras. Like, I kind of rotate them out. I'll say, so I saw TikTok, like, in the last week or so. I I feel like I sound so dumb, like, referencing TikToks. Like, say some some articles. (laughs) But I saw TikTok where this girl was like, she, she says to herself, I'm not afraid to be seen trying or something along those oh, lines. Yeah. And it helps her, like, like she's, like, like the worst th- thing that can happen is, like, you look stupid. And it helps her, like, you know, go try a new fitness class or, you know, yeah. whatever. Things like that. And I'm like, oh, that's a good thing. Because, yeah, I like, I'm that. not afraid to be seen trying. Yeah. Like, so. Yeah, actually, this is not silly, but this... I was actually just thinking the other day, trying to figure out how we could do an episode where I could talk about this, but I I don't realistically think there's going to be a way for us to pull it off, because I think the topic might be a little too too deep for us, but there is a, a TikTok creator I really, really love named Abby Benson, um, mm-hmm. and she's just wonderful, like, truly happiness and smiley faces and like she is essentially like my cowboy boot now jean bottle personified she is just i she's one of those people i'm like i know we would be friends in real life like mm-hmm. i don't think that about many like content creators oh, I, like, I think that about too many of them i have too many parasocial besties it's unhealthy at this point um but she goes to school in tennessee i don't remember which school she's at right now She's doing her master's in theology, um, and she's mm-hmm. spent, like, a lot of time in the last, you know, most recent chapter of her life kind of deconstructing her own 
relationship with theology um, and, like, with the church, which is not something I have any personal experience with whatsoever. But she said something that I saw on a TikTok months ago, and something about it just struck me as so profound that I have I probably thought about it once a day since I watched the video. And she was talking about it in relationship to, like, the kind of very, very right-wing conservative idea of God who perhaps doesn't like gay people and, you know, doesn't believe in, or, you know, doesn't like immigrants and that sort of idea of God that has been kind of, I don't even know how to explain it, but you know, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. um, and then her own personal idea of God. And what would happen if one day she found out that there was a god and it was not the god she believed in, but it was the god that these other people believed in. And she was like, I will always rather be wrong but have been loving than be right and have been hateful. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that at face value should be something that totally goes without saying in like that should be a common sense thing and I'm really not sure it is a common sense thing for some people but something about just having it laid out so simply like that I have thought about it constantly in just my everyday life mm -hmm. so definitely not a mantra but something worth saying something worth thinking yeah I'm trying to think of other um, mantra, speaking of, actually, you just, uh, you just said it, even though it wasn't in the same thing. One of my other favorite podcasts that I've referenced a thousand times with goes without saying, and they, they love a mantra. Love um, it. and recently they've been less into the mantras, um, but, you know, they still bring them up and they, th some of them are very silly, like, the way yeah. that they say them, but, like, they, they are good things. Like, you know, they'll say, you know, um, they love, they love to quote Harry Potter, for sure. example. And all the time, in fact, I have one of their merch t-shirts that says, nobody's coming, Harry. <laughs> and it's true. Nobody's coming, Harry. No one's coming to make your life better for you. Yeah. You have to do that yourself. And I am in a place right now of overhauling my life to try and make myself, my life better for myself. Mm-hmm. And it's true. You can wish and manifest and dream all you want. But, like, unfortunately, like, the things that they say that you don't want to do, like, unfortunately, drinking enough water every day, like, does make you feel better. And, like, getting enough sleep, like, Ugh. does. And, like, exercising, like, does kind of help you feel better. I was just talking. I was literally saying this exact same thing this weekend. When I was at the birthday celebration, I went to a birthday celebration this weekend, and I was talking about going to the gym with our friend, or our other friend Hannah, and I was like, mm -hmm. isn't it just the biggest, oh, Scam. the biggest disappointment of life that you actually yeah. do feel better after you have been yeah. to the gym? And she made out, she made the very astute observation that sometimes... You feel like shit before you go to the gym, and you still feel like shit after the gym, but now you're just tired and sweaty. <laughs> yeah, I need a shower. 
But you know what, y'all? I'm I'm rejoining the gym starting in two days. Yeah. um, Because I didn't want to pay for all of February to have a week of membership. So I'm going back now that I've moved. Um, I'm joining a gym where I live now, and I'm joining with my friend. Or like she already has a membership, so I'm joining, and I'm gonna have a buddy at least. I'm. Um, I know she goes like three days a week. I'm hoping to go two or three days a week and like plan to go with her at least once, which yeah. I feel like can hold, help hold me accountable. And the hot girl you know, walk. Yeah, I need to get back on my hot girl walk grind, especially like since it's winter, I haven't been doing it. We have a treadmill mm-hmm. in our house, but it's in the basement and it's like yeah. lonely down there. Yeah. The um, I was, you know, hot. over the summer, I was good about like getting out and walking outside. Getting yeah. a sunburn on my neck. Yeah. But in these winter months, which, I mean. You also were living somewhere very easily walkable. Yeah, I used to be living in the city, and I'm living in the suburbs. So, I mean, like, it's like, you know, I have walks that I can go on, like, around my neighborhood and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes also you're not in the mood for that. Also, sometimes it's winter. It is. Like right now. It is. It's so winter right now. And I need to force myself to be around other people more because yeah. I don't ever see anyone. Yeah. Like, all I do is go to work and go home. And my work is very quiet. Like, we've talked about this. Like, I don't see a lot of people at work anyway. And if all I do is go to work and come home, like, yeah. the only people I see are, like, the people I live with. Yeah. So, like, being forced to go to the gym, who knows? Who knows what can yeah. happen? <laughs> That Crazy is things keep happening. I was just thinking about this. Re, a sort of mantra. It's not really a mantra, but it's just you know, a verbal manifestation of our year of being delusional. Oh yes. Something that I have found myself saying a lot recently when I've been in situations where I'm gonna like hang out with people that I don't necessarily know that well, or I'm getting ready to like meet new people. Like, I go to like a knitting and fiber arts group like once a week I think I've mentioned before at like a bookstore kind of near my house um and the first couple times I went without knowing anyone I literally like just said like well what are they gonna do not like me like that sounds that feels unlikely what are they gonna do yeah everyone in that well I was thinking statistically yeah. Even if there's only six other people there, what are the odds that all six of those people don't like me? Yeah. Or, like, when I have been making plans to do activities or, like, force myself to actually do things outside of my house, I'm like, well, of course I'm going to have What am I going to do? Go to this thing and not enjoy myself? It seems unlikely. Because really, as long as there's food at an activity, mm-hmm. I'm at least going to have partially a good time. That actually brings me to one of my mantras recently. And it's also a mantra, more of like a catchphrase of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been the queen of, what am I going to do, say now? What are you going to do? And mm-hmm. another thing that I've been doing as part of my self-reinvention is I just want to do all the things I like I want to eat my favorite foods I want to listen to my favorite songs over and over I want to like buy my if I see something that I want you know what I'm gonna buy for us I deserve a little treat and when so when someone says Hannah do you want another slice of pizza what am I gonna do say no 
I think not. Hannah, should we watch an episode of Big Time Rush? What am I going to do? Say no. Because that's what me and my friends did on Valentine's Day, was we watched the Valentine's episodes of all of our favorite childhood TV shows. That's so cute. We watched the Valentine's Big Time Rush episode. We watched the Valentine's Ned's Declassified episode. It was very fun. I love that. We were going to watch the Valentine, the Galentine's Day Parks and Rec, because that's, like, the OG, but it's not on Netflix anymore. It's on, like, Peacock or something stupid that no one has. It is. I think I have Peacock, but I think I just have Peacock because it came with our, like, cable service, so. See, we don't even have cable anymore. I actually, now that I said that, I don't think we have cable either, but I don't know what we have. We We have a record recently. Um... I don't necessarily know if I had anything else pressing to discuss. I'm trying to think. Because I was coming up with ideas, but a lot of the things that I was coming up with, I was like, that deserves its own episode. Yeah. Um, um, I would like to say, this is an important mm-hmm. piece of pop culture. Okay, news. you tell us and then I thought of something else. Well, do you want to go first? Because this might be, mine might be a good note for us Ending? to end on. Okay, I thought I actually do have a note. Yeah, and I need I need to do a, a hold on. Let me just do one little search to make sure I have all the information before I speak my truth. Okay, what perhaps one of our first episodes in April might have to be y'all. There's a new Milo Mannheim decom coming out. Oh, oh, you said it looked bad. Well, no, the poster looks bad. <laughs> Oh. The poster. Unfortunately, it's called the Prom Pact. Unfortunately, no one in this poster is looking good, including Milo. Unfortunately, have you seen it? I sent you the poster, right? I don't know what yeah. the movie's actually about. I mean, I'm assuming it's like, you know, oh, if you don't have a prom date, we'll take each other, something like that. I haven't seen the trailer. Yeah. It comes out March 31st on March 30th on Disney Channel, March 31st on Disney Plus. Um, it has King Milo Mannheim, uh, Peyton Elizabeth Lee is the female lead, I think, and then the, the byline is, Ambition is Risky Business, which doesn't tell me anything about the movie, but the poster is giving 80s, it's giving sequin, it's giving drag queen. Oh. It's giving- you know If it was featuring a drag queen, I'd probably be more inclined to watch it. But- Disney already had one movie with a drag queen this decade. Three of them. Oh no. no. RuPaul was only in the last one. RuPaul was only in Zombies 3. Like, Milo's outfit is giving yoga pants. Why did they put him in that? I don't know. Everyone in this poster has, like, orange bronzer. They have his hair. His hair looks so bad. And that man is so fine. (laughs) <laughs> are you looking at this poster no oh i am i've already seen it i know but i'm i'm analyzing again so maybe we'll watch that maybe not i mean i'll watch it maybe we'll do an episode on it i feel like it could be kind of fun to like decom it up stop taking photos of me is it time to be real oh wait i did forget to be real earlier would you like to be real with me yeah yo we just bffr'd Feed fucking for real for real so, if y'all if y'all wouldn't mind for us to go back to a decom for a minute, maybe we'll do that. 
Um, otherwise, I'll just watch it on my own. Um, um, and with that, Lizzie, my foot is bleeding, so maybe we should wrap this. Wait, you had something to say. You had something do, to say. Frankly, this is more important than your foot bleeding could ever be. Okay. <laughs> Hannah? Mm-hmm? What have we been saying since the dawn of time? We are entering the period of the... Of the smorgasbord. Nope. Of the... Kiki Palmer Renaissance. <gasps> the Kiki Palmer Renaissance, of course. She's advertising a new lemon-lime soda that I'm intrigued about. Hannah? Yeah. This is more important. Okay. <laughs> she had her baby. <gasps> she had her baby! When? Today? 48 hours ago. But she just posted about it today. And it's the perfect baby. Oh my god, I am gonna Google right now. Look! I'm looking. Oh my god, oh, it's next to a little stuffed animal. There's a little elephant. Huh? Is the baby wearing a Gucci sweater? No, the elephant is. Oh, okay. His name is, oh gosh, I don't know how to pronounce the first name. I'm gonna just guess it's Leotis. Andrelton Jackson. That's a big name for a little baby. I like it. Mm -hmm. Lizzie, well, I have another big news. What? We have a new state. <gasps> Guess who listens to our podcast? Who? Gabe Parker listened, because we've got Montana, baby. Montana. Yeehaw! Hello to all the cowboys. Hello to Gabe Parker. Hello to all the cowboys. My phone number is as follows. Yes. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Oh. Um, so thank God. I think now we're at 34 states or 35. Something like that. All right, Hannah. Well, Kiki has had a baby. We had Midnight Sillies. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say about that. And with that. Alright. Take it away, Ernie. This has been the Slumber Party Pod. This episode was edited by Hannah and collectively conceived of as a postgrad crisis by Lizzie and Hannah. This episode has been distributed by Anchor and we hope you'll join us again next week. Bye. Bye. Welcome to the Slumber Party Pod. I'm Lizzie. And I'm Hannah. And, um... Uh, we need to start over. I didn't know you were doing that, and I didn't know what I was saying. That's why <laughs> I said I'm recording. Yeah, but I didn't realize you you didn't even say, like, ready, are you ready to go? Okay, <laughs> I was, like, ahead. putting something in my drawer. I got caught off guard. Hold on. I need to, I need to sip my Dr. Who here. <laughs>